0: Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm. And I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish,
1: and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com.
0: If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hi Amanda. Hello. I am. I know we say this at the top of every episode, but I'm really excited. I know because this is our second update episode. Just basically, yes. this is episode twenty. Yeah, and I think we should just call it like Ramble Fest because Ramble we Fest. the list of things that I need to catch you and our listeners up on is is extensive. I know it's and so it's hard, so random. Random Ramble Fest.
1: Random Ramble Fest. And it's so hard because you and I want to talk about all these things, but we're like, don't say I know. As Save soon as I got to your house, podcast.
0: I'm like, oh, I'm not going to tell you about my funny Wawa adventure this morning until we're recording because it was funny.
1: Yeah. So we're not going to do the regular, like, is it sparking joy and doing your future self a favor today, right? We're just
0: doing Ramble Fest. I mean, because last time we st- I still have a note for what's, we'll figure that out at the break, Amanda. All right. There's just so so much. I yeah. think last time we did our update we did episode, we we added a sparking joy oh, and a future right. self-a-favor. Okay. But you know what? We call the shots. We're the bosses We're the here. bosses, Brooke. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. So I want to start by telling you about my Wawa adventure this morning. <sighs> Not every episode is going to be about Wawa. But, <laughs> but the majority. The majority. <laughs> and I... Uh, so we were both like a little bit dragging this morning. You texted me. You're <laughs> like, can we push from 9 to 9.30? I'm like, perfect, because it was 8.47 and I was still in my pajamas. I was texting you from bed, yep. cuddling with Junie in my pajamas. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is perfect. And then I said, can I get you anything from Wawa? You yes. usually decline this offer. No, I said yes with like seven S's. And then I said, you know, I could also, because you had to look at their menu, I said, no. um, I could also do Starbucks if you have a specific drink there. And you said, no, I'm totally down with the Wah. Does anybody call it the Wah? No, but we're going to know. They do now. <laughs> I love you. You're it. welcome, Delco. So, the Wah. Delco will never, will never. They're never,
1: never going to take orders from somebody. Like, they're never going to hear from me, like, for somebody from Southern Delaware about what to call Wah-Wah. The Wah.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. And stop trying to make wah happen. Yeah. But anyway, so I used your little tip to find the most convenient Wawa along. Search along route. A Google Maps. Google Map route because mm-hmm. Google Maps takes me different ways to your house all the time. Yep. Because I still need Google Maps to get to your house.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you. Which cracks me up because it's pr- it's literally like three turns.
0: Yeah. Brooke. No, but it's it's <laughs> too much for my brain. If I leave Delaware County need need a map to get yeah, me there yeah. anyway so i go to the nearest wawa on my route and i am not lying like i've seen a crowded wawa in my day i have never seen so many people inside a wawa and i turned around and walked out i it was like an entire penn state i don't know what sport these young men played but like there was an entire sports team wow were they wearing their uniforms no but they had like Penn State clear like clothes on and like yeah I didn't even get a second look at what sport they were representing it was like too many people um also I did not want to wait that long for our drinks so that was my morning adventure then I went to a second Wawa that was like empty And I probably could have gotten my drink faster at the first Walla (laughs) because this one had a lovely trainee making our drinks, but they were delicious. They were delicious. So Brooke
1: brought me a caramel latte this morning and it was delicious. Mm -hmm. And I normally don't drink coffee because it gives me the jitter. So we'll see how this podcast goes. Yeah. I'd be talking kind of fast.
0: That's okay. All jacked up. As we said, this is probably going to be longer than our standard episode because we have so much to catch up on. So much. Yeah. I haven't seen you in like a month. I know. Because we've kind of been batch recording these and summer has been a little hectic. And
1: you have been busy, busy,
0: busy because. So in the last (sighs) two weeks, a lot has happened. Um, so it's funny. We launched pre-orders for the 2023 Balance Bound Collection. Yes, which are
1: amazing. At I can't be- wait for thank the kaleidoscope-looking one, which oh, I know that's not you. what you're necessarily
0: calling it, but that's what I call Kaleido it. Kaleido Quilt still- is what we landed oh, on. Oh, okay. Because like it's, it. like, it's like a – yeah. That's fine. It's emerging. Save one for me. Um, a merging of the words, not emerging. Anyway. Emerging. So we launched that in early August because normally we wait until September but I knew that someone at Self magazine um was including us in a wellness roundup. Yes. And I was very excited and she told me it was coming out early August. So we launched pre-orders then received a lovely message from Jessica St. Clair of the Deep Dive podcast, which is one of my newest obsessions. (sighs) I had sent sent her some planners. She was very receptive and, um, you know, kindly gave me an address to ship some planners to. And she messaged me and said, I love these. We are going to talk about them on the podcast. And then she messaged me the next day and was like, we recorded an episode and we talk about you at length. Get ready. So it all worked out that we had already launched our pre-orders. We still have discounted 2022 planners on our site. Now, all these people from the deep dive are learning about us pre-ordering next year planners, ordering discounted this year planners. I have been buried under... Orders in, like, the best way possible. Yes. Not the best week for my business partner to be away on vacation. No. Because she really been, dodged a bullet there. She did dodge a bullet, Terry. Yeah. I forgive you. Um, But I've been super busy. And we also launched a collaboration. Know, that's not even all of it. That's not even all of it. We also, also launched a collaboration with Forever 35, my other favorite podcast that I talk about all the time. This had been in the works since, like, March, but I hadn't mentioned it because I just, I didn't want to... I just wasn't. Yeah, you want to like wait for the ink to
1: dry, yeah. like wait for the
0: products to come out. I wanted to make sure that the launch date was actually going to stick, depending on when the products came in stock and everything. So on August eighth slash tenth was when we um, announced it. We launched a collection of nine products with Forever Thirty Five. So Time cute, to, you know, collab with with both of our brands, and so it's been a wild ride these last couple weeks. I am also very caffeinated and tired <laughs> in like, a really great way. So that's yeah. what's going on. There here. might be a second wah run that happens. There might be. In a couple the of wah. hours. You mean the wah? To
1: the wah. Let's go to the wah. Let's go to the wah. <sighs> I love this, Brooke, because a big part of our friendship revolves around our businesses. Yeah. You know, like, I still remember sitting in Iron Hill over a plate of nachos and Mm -hmm. saying to you and the other, you know, friends in our circle who several of them were also business owners and saying, you guys, I have a crazy idea. You know, I think I'm going to leave my job and start a business. And it was it's just been so amazing to do that alongside of other women who are doing it. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well, that's nice. It's like, no, you can. And I am. And yeah. so we have had many cry sessions. I remember a cry session on the second floor, floor of the Newman University Library yep. when you were in the middle of your, I was about to say GoFundMe, not GoFundMe. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. It
0: wasn't even in the middle of the Kickstarter. It was like... Do I do this? It do was like before, I do this? It was before the Kickstarter, like before we even decided to launch the Kickstarter. It was like, yeah. is this a good idea? Yes. I remember crying and you're
1: like at the train station one day. Like, what have I done? I shouldn't have quit my job. So it's just really fun. So yeah. this is like five years later, six years later. And so I just like, I beam with pride. Oh, and I also love that your products totally speak for themselves. If you, these people get free stuff all the time. And, but they're going to open up that box and
0: see these planners and you can't not fall in love with them. There's like no convincing required. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, (sighs) Jessica has been very, very sweet. Like, so they've mentioned us on not one, but two episodes of the deep dive and she, you know, I have spoken to her directly, which is also really exciting. And she said, and I quote, it's really changing the game for me. And that was just so exciting to hear because you know, she said she's like I've I've tried the digital planners, like the things in my phones and it just my phone it just doesn't work and now I'm kind of using both and I said, "Oh, totally me too." Yeah. You know, I'm I'm still I'm not anti-digital. It's just yeah. there's something different about also having like the ability to write things down. It's
1: all about figuring out what works for your brain. Yes. Yes. And I think this particular um, format just works for so many people's brains. Yeah. I am, How I know you're trying, you know, you're, you know, Jessica said, Claire, you guys are like besties now. I mean, you know, but I also just wanted to throw in that um, she doesn't know it yet, but we are also becoming besties Uh for several reasons. One, she has one daughter whose name is Isabel. I mean, as do I. Yeah. And they call, although hers is spelled with an O. I think that's the British spelling. Okay. And then she also and they're about the same age and she has a cavapoo named Cookie. Mm-hmm. We need to put this in the show notes so that everybody can follow Cookie the cavapoo because it's freaking adorable. Yes. And the cavapoo is half cavalier which is obviously what Junie is. Okay. Obviously. So, Jessica, you know, we're we're close. Mm-hmm. We've never spoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're getting there.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, might be a little friendly competition. I don't have any freebies to put in the mail to sweeten the deal for her. But you could fly out to California and like help her organize. I don't play pickleball, (gasps) which you do. They were she and like we're not just going to talk about them on this episode. (laughs) I promise. We have so much other so many other things to update on, but this is just like of the moment. They were on the cover of like a pickle in Pickleball magazine or something, which is amazing and hysterical. So we do need to finally get our Pickleball outfits.
1: Yes. What I thought was hysterical in that episode, they were so freaking proud of their spread in in Pickleball. And apparently, um, I guess June had like a barbecue or something and set out 40 copies, like (laughs) thinking her friends and family were going to be so excited to take home, you know, and like she was like literally not a single one of my friend or family took these <laughs> home and she was like, What the hell? Yeah. This is a so big she gave, moment. They gave them away on the
0: podcast. <laughs> yes, they, they like did, gave fine. them to listeners. So I know, funny. they're hysterical. They're hysterical. You have like I've gotten you hooked. into hooked on their podcast. Yeah. There's two more things that you've gotten me hooked on. Okay. So here oh, yes. Yes. Ramble Fest. Okay. okay, let's do it.
1: Hacks mm-hmm. on HBO Max.
0: You texted me one day and you were like Isabel is swimming in the pool. I'm at the community pool watching Hacks on, on my, my phone. iPhone. Yeah. It's that good. It's that good. I think I need a rewatch because after I finished the second season, I was like going through with Well, because it's
1: one of those shows where the jokes
0: are very fast. Yes. And so, you know... it's uh, like you totally like veep for example have you ever seen veep i have i never finished watching it that's a show that i need to like restart from the beginning and binge watch but the jokes there's like you know 10 jokes in a 60 second period
1: and so you kind of so hacks i've totally fell in love with and um
0: starstruck so good also hbo
1: max yes yes
0: also hbo max yeah Mm -hmm. like Two of my favorite shows of the whole pandemic era of binge watching. Yes. Isn't it just the most charming? It is because it it reminds
1: me of Notting Hill. Yes. Which is one of my favorite rom-coms. And I also realized that I love British humor. Also, I want to rewatch it because the jokes are very
0: fast and very dry and you can miss them. And the main character, Jessie, is from from New Zealand. And her accent sometimes, like she talks very fast. Yeah. And it's so charming. But sometimes I'm like, I need closed captioning <laughs> because right. I need to make sure I'm catching every word she says. I know, it's so good. It's so and good.
1: We have, Brooke and I have like a shared um, place where we put in ideas for the what we want to talk about. And so I stayed up until two o'clock in the morning mm. the other day watching the show. And so I actually at two o'clock in the morning put in the notes, yes, Brooke, it is two o'clock in the morning as I write this note mm. and it's your fault because I'm watching Starstruck. It's just so good. But it cracks me up because poor Fernando He's gone. So mm-hmm. we're on our own here today, guys. We are on our own. We are trying to record this
0: podcast without this our tech guy.
1: Scary. God knows. E-
0: experimental. What
1: this thing's going to sound like. We might
0: bring out some sound effects because it horrifies <gasps> Fernando that we now have access to these things that he didn't tell us We have access
1: to sound effects. Okay, I'm not going to do it yet. Okay. I'm not ready. Let's wait. I feel nervous moment. about it. And he's very That's nervous fine. because he's like... Amanda, if you add those sound effects, I cannot edit them out. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay. Bummer. Bummer. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, what I was saying, poor Fernando, because it is his dream for me to stay up until two o'clock in the morning watching a show with him. But when he's here, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. I've got to go to bed. And then he goes away. And what do I do? I stay up until two o'clock watching
0: shows. It's different when you're like by yourself all cozy with a really sweet show. And it's one that I'm not sure that he would like as much as
1: I do. And so, but the poor guy, like, he's just like, what the heck?
0: Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned like usually going to bed early because I have actually like, I don't know what's happened to me this summer, but I've started to go to bed early a lot of nights. Yeah. Like, am I becoming Amanda? Because sometimes yeah. you're in bed with a book at 930, right? Mm, not, not quite not, that like early. Like 10, 30. Okay, yeah. I've been going to bed a little early. I think the heat of the summer and just the wild schedule and everything. Yeah. There's some nights that the kids are still up watching baseball with Nick. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. So I don't know what you people are doing. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cozy dad. Tass-
1: Oh, and I'm loving, like, now some of these nights, the heat wave has kind of passed, and some of these nights you can open the window. Yes. It's like, it's like upper 60s. Mm-hmm. Here the little, little crickets chirping. I oh,
0: love that. I know. It's been, August has been pretty nice so far. Anyway. Anywho, <laughs> what's, what's next <laughs> on the Ramble Fest? I am Fest. looking at our list for the Ramble Fest. <sighs> okay. I have a couple bullet points that I want to touch on because I'll just forget. Um, the first thing I want to say is a super wonderful listener texted us and corrected me on I forget what episode it was now where we were talking about how accessible drive up yes ordering or whatever what what curbside is? Pickup. curbside pickup thank you see yeah words. Yep. Um, reminded me that it's people-first language. And I was like, I knew this. And I just completely blanked. So I want to thank this listener and just correct myself in that episode. The correct term is, you know, people with disabilities, not disabled people. So, or any of the other, I think, terms that I was like jumping around with. So that was so nice of a listener to just remind me, people first. Um, And another... Um, episode that I've gotten great responses from were the registry episode where we talk about mm-hmm. some different registry items or just items that you have in your home that are so amazing now that you've used them for a while. And I want to say... I know we talked a bit about that jar opener thing that okay. was like,
1: yep, the one that I said was
0: like my '70s green. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. and I have one that's blue, and it was one of those things that Nick was like, "We don't need this." I'm like, "No, we need it. We're yeah. registering for put it." Put your foot down, and, and I yes, still she use persisted. it. I yes. persisted, I persisted, and fourteen, almost fourteen years after we got married, I still use that thing when I can't get a jar open. Guess what? I walked into the kitchen on one day. What? Yeah, you am walked I, in on I, the. I walked ki- in the kitchen. I walked into the kitchen. Uh-huh. Guess who was using the jar opener and trying to hide it from me? Oh. Nick was like, you didn't see that. He had to use it. I was like, see, I told you this item is amazing. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do that in, in marriage sometimes. Yeah. I try to hide things yeah. that I don't want them to know that they were right about. Yep. I caught him. Did I ever tell you about the time I caught him um, putting generic ketchup into the brand <laughs> name? I was like... This was pre-marriage, and I was like, "No, you don't buy generic ketchup. Like, you buy Heinz." Okay, and he bought generic. He bought generic, and, he, and was putting it in because he was like, "You, you don't." That have is it. not an easy task to put ketchup from one bottle. He into was trying another. to trick me because I was like, "No, I can tell the difference." He's like, "You absolutely cannot." And guess what? He was right. You, you couldn't tell the difference. No, he had been doing it. <laughs> really he was trying to catch me and and see if i if i recognize see that's because it funny because i feel in like, like a playful way he's right not, right right this was not malicious right
1: yeah. you guys went to marriage counseling over that dece- <laughs> over that deception you know the catch deception. i bet isabel would have been able to i say that she could be like a forensic food scientist mm, because oh, kids, yeah yeah like if you try to give her a different string cheese or a different like she will only eat kinds ketchup. you know if you try to give her something else she can kn- she knows that's what different i thought kind too. of ranch dressing only ken's
0: ranch dressing well, ken's is superior it, you think so really and not necessarily i don't like ranch but um ken's light thousand island uh, is the only light or fat-free thousand island dressing that tastes like real thousand island right the rest yeah. of them taste like garbage and ken's has like the garbage ten- ken's also has the best honey mustard
1: Oh, my mom came home with Ken's buttermilk ranch the other day, and I was like,
0: ooh, oh but Isabel did not detect it. Okay. Did
1: not detect it.
0: Okay. Yeah, no. I don't like honey mustard that's too mustardy. Like, I like that perfect combination yes. okay. of sweet. Okay. And Ken's, Ken's is where it's at. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, wh- I feel like all of these updates so far have been mine.
1: Well, this is sort of related to you, but I thought about you a lot the other day because have you seen that new movie? Is it on Netflix? I can't remember. Luck. Have you seen this? It's one of the new animated movies. It's on Apple TV+. Apple Plus. TV+. Plus. I have not seen it yet. Yes. Is it but cute? Anyway, it is cute. But the opening song is, You must be my lucky star. Is that uh, Debbie Gibson? No. Or is it Tiffany? <sighs> Amanda... It's Madonna.
0: What? Oh, my God. But listen. I thought it was Debbie Gibson. No. First of all, how how dare you? Second of all, that is the first dance recital dance I ever did was Lucky Star by Madonna. Oh. And I I was four years old. So this was pre-Debbie. Okay. Debbie didn't come around until I think her first album was 86. Uh Uh-huh. I think this was 84, uh-huh. was Lucky Star, 83 or 84. 84 was my first dance recital. I had on a little silver tutu and a giant silver cardboard <laughs> star around my face. I'll have to see if my mom can pictures. find a picture. Yeah, No, Lucky That's Star right. was
1: How Madonna. did I not know that it was Madonna? I and in the movie, there is a dance routine okay. to this. So I think you'll enjoy that. Okay. That will bring back memories. Like... Enjoy it
0: on my own or I should watch with my kids? Oh, with the kids. Okay. You will not enjoy it on your own. No. I mean, there, there's some kids' movies that I'm like, oh, I think I enjoy that more than them. But
1: this one was okay. It was just very complicated. There okay. was this whole like... Bad luck, good luck generator, and the molecules and the stones and the dragons and the pigs and the clover. And it was like this whole Bernana yeah. and I were looking at each other like I'm exhausted.
0: This sounds this good luck, like bad
1: luck generator. It was a lot. Okay. But you know, entertaining. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow, how did I miss that? But does so I have a question for you. You remember the other star that was really popular around Debbie Gibson? Was it Tiffany? Yeah, it was Tiffany. And it was just one word, Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany. Okay. I yeah. do
0: sometimes get their songs confused. Uh, I mean,
1: Some I mean, I know,
0: I know. So listen, the thing that made Debbie so unique <laughs> and wonderful <laughs> was that she wrote her own songs. Oh. Uh, listen, no disrespect to Tiff. Nope. She was lovely you know 80s star it was not easy to I be a child star that. in the 80s but she also sang like like um i think we're alone now was a remake that was popular in like the 60s it was like an older song oh, i like that song tiffany did not if write we're alone now, i mean it's a cousin great... you be... said you do like I it do like oh, of course song. how can you not but yes she did not write it it was a remake okay Junie is bored by this conversation because she is snoring. Snoring. She's like, "Are you talking about Debbie yeah. again?" Yeah. Anyway, also, my birthday was last week, and yeah, the was. the Debbie uh, cameo was um, like brought rejuvenated. To the top. It was like brought to the top of the feed again. Your my memory my memory. brother reshared it. He's like, "I'm just sharing this in perpetuity instead of getting you oh a God. gift every year." Oh my God. Um. Yeah, anyway. Is that shareable? Can we share that cameo with people or is that I did, private I shared on your channel? No, I shared it in the show, notes? In the show notes from oh, whatever you did. the um the love language episode. Okay, good. Shake your love language. Shake your love language. I was, shake your love language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> language. <laughs> I love when we talk about what we're gonna name each episode. We were like out of the blue. And I was like, oh my God, shake your love language. I I just could not get over my genius. <laughs> anyway, thank you for humoring me. Yeah. <sighs> All right. All right. What else? What else? What I've else? got some other bullet points. Can I just dive in? Yep. Okay. I have not yet gotten a table set up in my basement for I have my wondered stuff. about this. I know you have. And like so the budget has been a little tight this summer. Um, well, how okay, keep going. And so I've just, I'm like, I don't want to buy anything frivolous that I don't truly like need, even though this would this would help me. And maybe I'll buy one this week because things are looking up. Um, but like, it's just been a weird summer financially and, you know, inflation, I think people are feeling it a lot. And so we've just been feeling it. And I'm like, I'm not going to buy a folding table. I did go on the like buy, sell, trade free groups in the area and said, Hey, does anybody have a folding table they're getting rid of? No one bit. So anyway, I have not done that yet.
1: What? I just added some (gasps) crickets. Can I stop it now? Okay, God. I don't even we don't have our headphones on, Fernando. Okay, we just added crickets. There okay. was
0: crickets on I mean, the Facebook. Group. Are there just gonna be crickets throughout the rest of the episode?
1: I don't know, they're off now. <laughs>
0: okay. They're off. We'll see. So anyway, that's my laundry <laughs> update. Is that 20 episodes in my laundry situation? I well, mean, is it still stressful your laundry situation? I mean, I'm trying to stay stay on top of doing it more frequently and mm folding it as quickly as I can, okay. but I still think that folding it in the basement when it comes out of the dryer would be better for me, but yeah. just haven't gotten there yet. So that's, that's the laundry I update. I feel like I need to just
1: give you a table, Brooke. This
0: no, table okay. that we're
1: sitting at, I think I have like three more of these things. Okay. I know. Maybe today I'm going to send you home with a table.
0: All right. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. I've getting rid of it. Um, Another really important update from me related to nothing that we've talked about so far Remember that episode we talked about Swiss Farms? Oh, yes. It was, again, the drive. It was the um curbside, curbside pickup, pickup order, yep. how, like, I had this dream years ago about, like, a Swiss Farms type place that where you could just drive up and buy, like, a gift, a hostess gift as yes. you're on your way to a play date. I learned that Swiss Farms is only in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Did oh, you know really? that? I know. I thought it was a much more, like, wider Pennsylvania thing. I mean, Pennsylvania is a pretty big state. Very different areas when you only Delaware County, only Delaware County. I know. I looked up their website. I'm gonna look. Surely across the country, Swiss Farms esque things must exist. I don't know. When I looked at their website, it's like the heading that comes up: Swiss Farms, Delco's favorite drive-through convenience store. Huh? And there's only. Let me see. Because they've closed a few. They've closed a few. They closed the one in media because it's like it's a franchise. So there's like 12 of them. That's it. Huh. It looks like there is one in um Westchester. So it's it's branched out slightly from Delco. Yes. But yeah, Listeners, really... Tell
1: us. We want to hear from you. Are, is there a Swiss
0: Farm-esque place where you are like a drive-through mini market? Mini market. Yeah, where you can get milk and bread and donuts and juice <sighs> and things like that. But – only food stuff right yeah that yeah. was something that i yeah. yeah yeah only food stuff that was something that i really
1: liked about chile there are mini markets everywhere yeah so if you just need like apples or bread or spaghetti or like basics staples yeah. that's like and that's a very european thing too like mini markets everywhere yeah. huh. I love mini markets yeah i mean i guess that's kind of what wawa is
0: Well, it is, but the whole drive-through element is what really intrigued me. So yeah, it looks like actually the one in Westchester is the only one of the 12 that's outside of Delaware County. So who knew? Who? I just had to share that with our listeners because I realized in talking about it that people were probably like, what the heck is Swiss Farms? Yeah. Yeah. Now that we have listeners all across the country. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Brooke, I wanted to check in and share that um i think in one episode i was really excited because i was gonna do yoga every day yeah
0: how's that going do you have
1: a guess brooke since i said that how many times i've done yoga Three? Zero.
0: Oh, but you've been going exactly
1: to, zero but
0: you've been going to your morning strength class yeah, whatever thing it i is. do that
1: twice a week
0: okay i feel like the yoga thing i don't know why do i want to do yoga so bad See, I've accepted the fact that I'm not a yoga person. I want to be. And I've had a couple of good sessions. Like when I was in the Poconos with some girlfriends, one of the women there is this incredible yoga teacher and she did she led us in mm-hmm. a class that was like an hour and a half and it was wonderful right because you
1: it was a class and it was happening and everyone was doing it and so you did it
0: yeah that like, is the
1: problem yeah. here like there is no we've talked before about being obligers yeah. in the gretchen rubens for tendency framework which helps you understand how to form habits and I know this about myself that in order to form a habit, I need accountability. And there is zero accountability to get myself on a yoga mat here. Yeah. I have tried going to yoga classes, but they're expensive and it takes up half the Saturday and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know, Brooke. I either need, so this sort of relates to nails. Okay. Oddly. Wow. Okay. Oddly. Because I was, I've never done my nails. This is what this is what my nails look like most of the time. I'm showing they Brooke right clean. now. They look like twelve year olds. Better
0: than mine. I've gel polish that's peeled. It should have been removed two weeks ago. Yeah, they
1: look like the nails of like a 12-year-old boy who's just gotten back from summer camp and his mom (laughs) hasn't been around to clip his nails. Like that's what my nails look like right now. Are
0: 12-year-old boys still getting their mothers to clip their nails? Because that's a whole other conversation. I don't
1: know. Okay. Are they? I don't know. Anywho, I just kind of accepted the fact that I was not going to be a person who did their nails. And then... As this podcast was starting, I tried to start painting. I was doing the gel manicures, and I gave up on that because it's terrible for your nails. Then I tried to start painting them. I do really like the gel, the Essie gel Couture. That's been the best. Yep. However, I give up. I'm not doing them anymore. No,
0: it's it's a lot. It's a
1: lot. I don't have time for this. So I definitely think I can do better than I'm doing now. Clip them a little bit more. You know, put some. I, I they look pretty when I I love the um. Burt's Bees cuticle cream. That's mm-hmm. lovely. When you okay. put that on or put a little bit of oil on it, the nails look great. That is related to yoga in the sense that I wonder if I need to give up on yoga for right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, not going to yoga is a good enough ish
1: solution for you. <sighs> yeah. Just why yeah. do I want to do yoga? I think because I need it to sounds
0: really lovely. And I've just, yeah, I'm not.
1: The problem that I'm having, and this is the friction that we talk about a lot is so this woman, Sarah Bath Yoga, who I, love her and I love she actually just created this new she creates like these calendars that you can print out and kind of check off every day and she created a calendar that I'm super excited about but I won't do anything about it (laughs) Mm -hmm. the first week is only five minutes a day the next week is 10 minutes a day and the next week is 15 minutes and what she says is keep your yoga mat out in a permanent place. Mm. And if you have fur babies that like to get on top of it, lay a blanket on top of it. Because she says just laying out your yoga mat is friction enough to prevent you from doing it. Yeah. But I don't have a permanent place where I can just leave a yoga mat out. I'm kind of eyeing this window over here where the
0: air hockey table is it looks in my like my living got, room. It gets a lot of use. It's got like 12 other things on top of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I'm... Eyeing that because I feel like I could leave the yoga mat out there and lay a blanket on top of it. Yeah. And have like a cute basket there with my yoga stuff in it. Mm -hmm. I also
0: just think that it's okay. I don't know. Yoga is the type of thing that the only times I have done it, it's been in a class environment. I don't think I could do yoga from home and stay focused. Because I think part of the thing about when I have done it and always enjoyed it, it's just not something I'm drawn to do more. I think that being in the space with other people and the music and the dark and, right. you know, like how they set the mood more. Right. I think I can set the mood in my house. Right. Because, yeah,
1: when you go to a yoga studio, it's the candles and the music and the environment. And here yeah. it's just like in my living room. And I'm like, oh, the baseboards are dirty. Like, that's what I'm focusing
0: on. You yeah. Know? I would definitely be looking at my baseboards, too. But... Okay, well, in another ten episodes, we can check in about it, and and if you still haven't done it, it's okay. All right, good enough fish. Yeah, all right,
1: good enough fish.
0: There's one thing I wanted to ask you about. You had texted me one day, and I don't think this is something. Or no, you sent me like a voice memo. I don't know what it was, but I don't think we've actually talked about it on the podcast. But there was a day where I think you had your exercise class, and you were up and out, and you had to be at a client's. Mm -hmm. But you had some time in between, Mm -hmm. and you mentioned that you took a little car nap. Do you (gasps) want to talk about this?
1: I felt so weird taking that car nap. Okay. Okay, let me think back. So I feel like, because I have a car nap story, which is why I'm bringing it up. I feel like this might have been after, so you know, I'm a Kanmari instructor, so I teach KonMari classes to people around the world a right. couple, several times a year. right? And sometimes we teach until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning because it's a West Coast timing thing and blah, blah, blah. So usually when I do that for three days in a row, I feel like I have jet lag. Yeah. So I think I did. I had a client that I was seeing, and I had taught that class until 3 o'clock in the morning for oh three nights straight. Oof. Yeah. And... I there's like the media McDonald's, the one that's by Wawa and Panera Bread and all yeah, of that. I like right to wrong. go through there through there and get myself an egg McMuffin sometimes before a client and I pull into that parking lot And I ate my egg McMuffin and I had like maybe another 45 minutes and the sun was beaming. We've talked about this before. I like to sleep in cars that are sunny. Yes. Okay. Even if it's not moving. Even (laughs) if it's not moving, especially if I'm, you know, exhausted. So yeah, I decided to set a timer for 20
0: minutes. Okay. And I dozed off. And it like, and it refreshed me. Did you actually feel like you fell asleep? Or it was more just resting with your eyes closed? I would say I probably fell asleep for a good 10, 15 minutes. That's amazing. Yeah. So my car nap story, and I'm going to out my husband here, when he used to work in a physical office, and he was very good about the boundary of taking a lunch break because like you just have to, especially if you're in a cubicle type of environment. And like, you know, he worked in a big office and it had windows and, you know, he wasn't in a tiny cubicle, but he needed to step out for lunch. And my husband is the king of power naps. He can yes, nap standing up, as I've said, like I swear napper. he could. And he used to, there was this office complex that either no longer had any businesses there or had a big empty parking lot that would get shade. He would drive the five minutes from his office oh my to gosh. this parking lot, Love it. recline his seat, put his phone on his chest so his alarm would wake him up. Oh, my God. And he would take a 45-minute nap in the oh, middle yeah. of the workday, and then his alarm would go off, and he'd sit up and drive back to work. Well, if you go to parking, like like the
1: Granite Run Mall, for example, right there where I'm talking about with McDonald's, right? No there, longer the mall. Yeah, no longer like, the mall. What yeah. is it? The promenade? Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, there's shady spots all over yeah. there, and if you look, you'll huge. see tons of cars parked in the little shady pockets, and you know mm-hmm. those are people taking their little
0: naps. I mean, that should really be a thing where there's just a space where you can go the and fancy, take a rest.
1: The fancy um, businesses have those, like Google, yeah. and like a lot of the Silicon Valley places have yeah. like nap pots
0: yeah or nap rooms I don't know that I would want to like nap in a room Pops. that someone you know I don't know I know that someone else had laid like, their head the, down right on, I, know, I know COVID Jeremy mm-hmm. but yeah I just that day I was like remind me I have to tell you a nap story but I'm gonna tell it on the podcast because I was always amazed that Nick could do this yeah and he doesn't get to do that anymore because he works from home I mean sometimes he'll you know he'll definitely 4 30 he's done work he will close his eyes on the couch sometimes. And I've mentioned the world goes on around him, like the kids are playing. And
1: I mean, I mean, European countries like Spain, they, you know, in Chile too, I don't know if it's still this way, but businesses would close between two and four. I love that. And, you know, Fernando's family used to have a um, store that they ran below their house and they would close the gates at two o'clock, come up, have lunch and then his dad would go lay and watch the news and nap for a little bit and then go back down at four. Because they're working till eight, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um wait, I
0: had something else to say about napping. Okay, it'll come back to me. You want to do the cricket sounds again? <laughs> <laughs> napping. Amanda's brain, Amanda's I know. cricket.
1: Um, it's fine. Wait, okay. I think we should take a break, Brooke. Because we've been speaking for 36 minutes and we still have more to talk about. I was going to say, I don't even...
0: And I need water. Let's just keep going. Okay, fine.
1: Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And we'll come back and continue ramble fest. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com dot com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet.
0: Now back to the show. And we're back. We're back. Longest episode ever. Six hour episode coming your way. Clear your schedule. Seven. You usually say <laughs> it's going to be seven hours. Like I don't know. A, you always pick, like, a certain number. Six-ish. Six-ish. Seven-ish. Clear okay. your schedules, everyone. Ish. We got
1: six hours of, of updates coming yeah. your way. No, just No, a we have more. a couple more. A couple more. And then we do want to do, we decided on the break in our huddle that we are <laughs> going to talk
0: about well, what's sparking joy and doing our future selves yeah, a favor. I mean, let's let's keep up our, our consistent format here. We don't want anyone to get upset. We don't want people to get upset. No.
1: Because They might. Ruffle some feathers. Okay. Two things I want to talk about. One is I have found a really great resource. We talked about therapy in yeah. a recent episode. Yes. And I found a really great resource for finding a therapist.
0: Okay.
1: And it's Psychology Today. Mm-hmm. So psychologytoday.com, I believe it is. And they have this whole find a therapist section. And you can search for people who are specialists in an area which I really like. So if you're dealing with something really specific, whether it be you know anxiety or depression or marital counseling or pediatric, whatever it is. Um, So I wanted to give people that tip because finding a therapist is like 80% of the battle. And as we talked about, you have to kiss a couple frogs. Yeah. But I think this tool is a really great tool.
0: Yeah. And you don't have to like give us too many details here, but so have you moved on from BetterHelp? i have have found an in-person therapist yes so
1: uh, i'm still doing it virtually okay i think a lot of therapists these days just for their own ease yeah you know yeah which is nice like if you don't have to drive there you know right i think i don't know if it works this way but i think the therapist still maybe has to be licensed in pennsylvania in order to take you virtually even gotcha but um yeah so i'm seeing her virtually um wait what was your question that you've moved on from BetterHelp. Yes, because that, BetterHelp it's like a fixed flat fee. Yeah. So if you know that I, I'm really going to want to see a therapist every single week, then that paying that two hundred and fifty dollars or whatever is a month makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but if you don't, I'm not at a stage right now where I definitely where I need that. Yeah, so it's um, and yeah. it's nice because you can copy and paste. So for example, you go to Psychology Today and say there's three therapists that you think are particularly interesting. You can copy and paste your little spiel in the contact button nice. and say, hi, I'm Amanda. I'm looking for a therapist to da da Are you accepting new patients? And then you can send that to three and then see who gets back and, you know.
0: That's great. So it's very efficient. Love it. Yeah, I've heard, I've, I mean, I haven't been looking for a therapist for the last few years because, you know, I love our old mutual therapist, yes. um, but I have heard that that's a great resource. Yeah. that's so nice to kind yeah. of like weed it weed out the people who aren't relevant to whatever you want to talk about to narrow things down because it's it can be so overwhelming you can get a little bit of a sense of
1: their personality through their little pair you know their little, little paragraph yeah. that they write yeah yeah so I, I i found a unicorn good i'm happy for and I you i don't want to be friends with her book is that allowed are no. you allowed? really i don't i mean i think what if she stopped like what if i broke up with her and she wasn't my therapist anymore could we be friends i mean i think you could ask her I'm feel like ask i mean i want to be your friend i want to break up friend, with you as but i don't want to break up with her yeah. i feel yeah i need to i need her help for a while longer and then i want her yeah. to be my friend
0: i know that's the problem with finding a therapist that you love that's like relatable, because you're like, but I love you, and I want to be your friend. I know. So we'll see. Okay. Right now, she's just going to be my therapist. Listeners weigh in. Have you ever befriended your former therapist, Mm -hmm. or like, broken up with your therapist so you could be friends? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm Googling this. Okay. Can I be friends with my therapist? I'm Googling it. I'm going to ask my friend, whose fiance is a therapist, too, and see what he advises. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't... Maybe she doesn't even want to be friends, but... I mean, who wouldn't want to be friends with you? Does she know about this podcast and how lovely we are <laughs> every time you send me? So we should say that like our, you know, kind of work setup up is that you edit the episodes and then I write the show notes. So after you've done, like, the initial edit, you send me the file, I listen to it, I write yeah. the show notes, and basically every week, I'm like, we are so damn charming. And you always use the word charming. <laughs> we are. Or delightful. Delightful.
1: Charming and delightful. We are so
0: friggin' The new delightful. name of our
1: podcast. Yeah. That's another, okay, Brooke, I said I only had two updates, That's but I fine. have a third one, because it's Ramble Fest. This is another something really fun that I have discovered. I should probably save this for a sparking joy, but who cares? Whatever. It's called Hi Hello and it is a digital business card. I talked about I posted this on our Wellstruck group, the business networking group that we're a part of. But anyway, it's basically like a digital business card so that if I run into you and I talk about what I do, you'd be like, Oh, can do you have a card? And then I would pull up something on my phone that you would scan, like that QR code. Yeah. And then it would add it to your um to your contacts, okay, but, and it's free. It's crazy okay. for the basic version. And you can also based on that business card, you can create your own email signature. And so I've had the good enough-ish podcast in my email signature now, and it's much more prominent. Mm. And I cannot tell you how many people click on it. And Aww. we've gotten like new listeners just like like, I'll email like a roofing guy. Aww. And it all has the Good Enough Fish podcast on there, and they like the name is eye-catching. So people from Hi Hello yes. are seeing my fancy little email signature and clicking on our
0: podcast. That's so good. I might need to do that because I have an email signature that I get a lot of compliments on. Yes, yours is beautiful. Thank you. I customized it on HubSpot. They have a like um, they have an email signature generator. Yes. But there are some restrictions, and it's like I've already got balance bound and curious and company in there. And and there's like no more room for me to add another job because I have too many jobs. We're, Not too many. I love. I know I have like four hyperlinks, five fine. hyperlinks in my signature. You know, we are multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Like I never can just do one thing, no. but but I do need to find a better way to. Can we do this today, bro? Can we play with it? Let's today? do it. It's really fun. Right? I really. Um, yeah, I do. I like, I like the way that the HubSpot one looks like I customized it with my brand colors and my photo and yes, I don't know. Just it, it seems to work well in terms of, um, you know, if I do outreach to someone new, like. They can tell I'm a legit person, mm-hmm. you know? So, but yes, might have to check out the Hi Hello one and see how customizable it is. Cause you know, I'm a design snob too. So it's got to look good. It's got to look good. And yeah. you
1: can, the free version doesn't let you do a ton of customizing, but the, and I don't know how much it costs. I think it's like $5 a month or something, but you're frugal. I awesome. am frugal. Might be a little bit I could do for like you. a,
0: a one-shot of, like, an app payment, but I don't like it when it's going to charge me every month. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I see the value in we'll why explore. they charge, but, yeah. Yeah. Google. Yeah. yeah. That's something. We're going to talk about our, like, money stuff on an episode. <laughs> God. Like, clearly, can like invite my therapist to that conversation? I mean, we want to well, be her friend, right? So maybe yes.
1: we can rope her in. Ooh. Anyway. Last update I want to say before Oof. we talk about what's sparking joy is okay. we have had some question some questions about values. I don't yes. remember which episode it was, but I talked about my values,
0: personal values, personal
1: yep. values, and um, people were intrigued about that. So yeah. I just want to flag that we are going to talk about that on an upcoming episode. What my values are how I came up with them, how you might come up with yours too.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and I'll even offer people a little freebie from my organized everyday course, which is a values worksheet of it where you can identify your own. So stay tuned. I love a worksheet, I love a good worksheet. <sighs> wow, <sighs> it's a lot, it's a lot, and we are sort of restraining ourselves because I, feel I know like there's still I so know, much, but
0: I, but I, this is what the people are here for,
1: yes. <laughs> They're here for Ramble Fest. Okay, Brooke. Okay. So I'm so excited to talk about this. What's sparking joy? This uh, is sort of a
0: mutual spark joy This is moment. a mutual joy sparker. So when I mentioned the Forever 35 collection, I forgot to say that the lovely Kate Spencer and Doris Shafrir, who I partnered with on that collection, just as lovely as you would think they are. Yes. Um They were so fun Delightful. to partner with. Delightful. And... I had like mentioned that you and I have a podcast in, in the course of working with them. But I was like, you know, we're like small potatoes, whatever. We're pretty new. But on their August 10th episode where they announced this collaboration that yeah. we had been working on and they had lovely things to say about the collaboration and partnering with me, yeah. they also <gasps> mentioned Good enough Fish, which I did not know they were going to do that. And I was just tickled. Like I was so just so touched that because they know what that means. They they know what that means to a small potatoes podcast like us that's just starting out. So it was so kind of them yes. and they have sent some new listeners our way and we very recently like what a couple of weeks ago on Instagram I was like we've you know exceeded 3000 downloads like that's yeah. big for us. The other day I sent you a screenshot that we've now exceeded 5000 total downloads and that's really exciting. It is. Uh, exciting enough to merit applause. <laughs> <laughs> Fernando's going to kill me. Fernando's going to kill us. He's going to quit his job. And it's like, well, you taught us how to do it without you, so we don't need you anymore. <laughs> Just kidding, Fernando. We need you. Um, Anyway, we have now exceeded 5,000 downloads. We want to thank all of the new listeners who have found us via Welcome. Forever 35. And we got a lovely voicemail yesterday that I sent you the little cry smile emoji, which I hadn't seen that you hadn't before, seen that emoji, and, it's lovely. and it was just it was the perfect encapsulation of how <sighs> we felt hearing this voicemail, which I think is our very first voicemail from a complete stranger. Yeah, most of our uh, the few voicemails and texts and things that we've gotten have like come from people that <sighs> are friends and our family, friends and family, or friends of friends. It sounds like this was a complete newbie. Can and we play it bro? Let's play it. Hi, I never do this, but I just wanted to call and tell you how much I am loving the podcast. I heard about it because I am a forever 35 head and thought I would give it a try. And ladies, it is exactly up my alley. I binged all 18 episodes in the last week, I think. And I'm hungry for more. I just love it so much. Please keep up the great work. Um, It's just, it's such a wonderful delight stumbling on a new podcast. And thank you so much. All right, have a good day. Bye. Cry. I know. Smile emoji. So sweet. So thank you, whoever you are. You didn't say your name, but we love you. Welcome. Um, Yeah, welcome to all of you. (laughs) So yeah, it's just been really exciting to get such a lovely response to this podcast because we didn't really like, I mean, we both thought, well, hey, these are, A podcast is a really good way, a good extension of both of our businesses. Yes. We thought, like, well, this is a a smart thing to do. We love each other. We Mm -hmm. love talking to each other. Fun and easy. It has been fun and easy. But it's so gratifying that people are actually listening. And sharing with their friends. I know. And that the lovely Kate and Dory... Who I look up to so much because I mean they record. They have three episodes a week. Like they are whoa really serious podcasters. Oh, yeah, moly. they've
1: built an amazing business Broke, out of I their keep podcast. talking about how there's these podcaster conferences. I we need to go. start googling because I want to go. Let's go because I know like Gretchen Rubin and her sister go. Like yeah. we could meet these people. Well, and
0: you and Gretchen are kind of friends. Can I call her Gretch No. <laughs> nope.
1: nope. <laughs> I don't know, (laughs) bro.
0: Sorry. I'm sorry, Gretchen. (laughs) I should not have called you Gretchen. But can I also say that you sent me this figure the other day. Brooke,
1: this is mind-blowing what you're about to
0: share. Okay. So you found Ellen Yin. Is she a... Love her. A podcaster? So I don't know her.
1: Yes. She is a podcaster, and she's all about... Um, she has a program that she's sunsetted called cubicle to CEO, which is all about, um, has she
0: sunsetted that? Anyway, she's all about helping small businesses grow and she has a podcast. Okay. So I have not listened to her podcast, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to now, but she shared these stats that according to buzz sprouts, latest stats, it's like based on if your podcast does a certain number of downloads in that episode's first seven days, what percentage of all podcasts you are in. Yeah. unbelievable. Based on our standard, like, typical downloads per the first week of an episode, we're getting close to the top 10% of all top podcasts. Top
1: 10% of all podcasts worldwide, Brooke. What? So,
0: I mean, we're current. We are currently in the top 25% yes. people. But based on how close we are for especially our last couple of episodes that have done well um, because of the Forever 35 mention we're getting close to the top 10% of all podcasts, which is just, it really gave me like some warm fuzzies. Yeah. Because yeah. I
1: think the whole reason why we do this is because
0: we're trying to make people's lives a little brighter, a little yeah. easier. Like and we so could, that involves people actually listening. <laughs> yeah. And like, we could never make a penny from this. Obviously, it would be cool if someday we could have advertisers and partner with even more people and just to have a broader reach. But I honestly feel like we could never make a penny from this podcast and I would still love the experience of it. But yeah, I just really enjoy doing this. So thank you to those of you who are listening or who have found us recently and have reached out to say kind things um, because it really just just makes us happy. So thank you for caring about what we have to say. With that, I think it's time to like wrap it up soon. And I want to know what you, Amanda, are doing to do your future self a favor.
1: So as we release this episode, everybody's going to be in full on back to school mode. Some and people it, are
0: already. Some, some people are, are already right. Isn't like in Florida and warmer? Like, aren't they my, already? So my friend, Kat, I love her and miss her dearly. She just moved from Pennsylvania to Atlanta. Her kids started school August. Second. Whoa. That's when did they to me. Get out of school. Granted, they next you know, they'll get out earlier, but because they just moved there, like uh, two days before school started, those poor kids went to school until mid to late June and they're already uh, back in school. Okay, so they didn't get the benefit so on they the didn't, back end. They didn't get the longer summer. Yeah. But yes, I believe they'll now get out in like May instead yes. of mid-June, like we here in um eastern Pennsylvania do. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yes, but many people are not yet back to school, are or are stills in the stills in the. I'm starting to lose my ability <laughs> to speak, so we have to wrap it up soon. But still in the throes of yes, the back to school. Yeah, like I think whirlwind. when this
1: comes out on a Thursday, Isabel will go back to school on the following Monday. Is that when you guys go back on the
0: 29th? We, no, we go back the sixth.
1: Oh, different we different go on the district.
0: 29th. Yeah, that's we right. go after Labor Day. Okay. Traditionally, yeah, yeah, that's
1: when the when it used to be. Yeah. Anyway, we um so. What I've been doing the doing to, to do my future self a favor is' not super back to school related, but basically, I took the month of August off from seeing clients one on one, yeah, mostly because I was spending so much time decluttering and organizing other people's homes that my home was starting to uh, show some wear and tear. Mm-hmm. So, and we moved into this house a year ago, and a lot of it, It was just like delayed. Like, oh my God, put these boxes in the basement. I can't deal with. And some people people like don't deal with those boxes for 10 years, right? But I was like, okay, I need a reset. So August was kind of like my new January. I had much more Mm -hmm. free time and I set goals of, okay, I want to clear out the basement. I want to clear out the garage. We had also done that beautiful redesign of our dining room slash playroom slash library with Sierra James. Um, But it needed a little bit more functionality so that Isabel could actually go in there and find her Play-Doh or her painting stuff. So I went in there and set that up um, with labels. Um, I also set up kind of like her homework station so that it's going to be much more easy for her to do her homework in there. So that to me was a fever that I've done for my future self, just so that When back to school starts and I'm seeing one-on-one clients again and we're busier, the house just feels a little bit more put together. Yeah. That's great. So
0: that feels really good right now. A little little end of summer.
1: And I have a basket hiding under this coffee table, Brooke, that is the basket where whenever Isabel comes home with papers Mm -hmm. from school – that I think we might need to go back to or reference or it's a painting of an alien that she just can't live without I put it in that basket. Yeah. I can now throw pretty much everything that's in that. If Isabel heard this, she would lose her mind because she does not want me to throw away what's in that basket. But I can throw away what's in that basket now and then that's going to be my
0: new empty basket for this year ahead. I love that. So we have something similar. So our dining room table used to just be like the landing ground for everything. Yeah. And... It drove both of us a little nuts, um, me and my husband, but especially him. It would make him itch. Yeah. That was like the Itchy. one spot. I loved It's that. so funny. I could have a completely tidy house and still have that pile on the dining room table and I would be okay with it. He, on the other hand, that is the only spot that like truly bothers. Not only, but that's the spot that truly bothered him the most. Yeah. So we also – our dining room is, is big because our house is like a um, – You know, it's a row home, so it's kind of like a straight shot. It's a
1: walkthrough. You kind of walk through the dining room. Right. Yeah.
0: And so, but that means our dining room kind of has two sides to it. So the one side is like the actual dining area, and then the other side is my kind of workspace, office space, and then we have these shelves that's like storage. And so I designated one of those as the drop everything basket. Yep. So... Do have to say that I have not cleaned it out since the end of last school school year. I haven't either. Mine's it's full, totally full. So, so now we I can should do, that do that before that while the kids are Nick and the kids are away this week um, to give me a little space and and like mind space to work. Yes. I should go through that tonight and yeah. just throw out, yeah, because so much of like I save the artwork that is is lovely and that. I feel like tells a story about where my kid is at this point in their lives. But the coloring sheets, I don't see. Yeah. I mean, if know. it's just
1: like a little old scribble that
0: just was something they were doing to occupy themselves waiting for pickup or something, right? You know, it doesn't need to be. So there's a lot of that in there because Paige does get emotionally attached to stuff in the moment. So yeah. I'm like, oh, we'll just put it in the bin. But at this point, it's been months. Yeah. And that bin is overflowing. So I need to do a clean out of that bin before our school year starts yes. on September 6th.
1: I feel like we're doing two things today, Brooke. Maybe even while you're here. Mm-hmm. We are setting up your hi, hello card. Okay. To see if you like that. Okay. And I might t- dump my basket while you're here. Okay. Just because I'm going to get that done. We're, we're doing do, It's real
0: time. Any who. Any who. <sighs> Longest episode Longest ever. Longest episode. Yep. This was really fun though. I like these update episodes because we just kind of ramble fest. Ramble fest. Two thousand. 22. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right.
1: So that was really fun. Do we
0: need one final sound effect to a round of applause? Um, Um, What do we have? Like a woo. Oh,
1: gosh. Um, Let's
0: make Fernando proud.
1: I mean, I've got sad trombone. That's not appropriate. Applause. Laughter. I didn't use any of the laughter in this. Scary. What is rim shot? I don't know. Crickets and harp. Oh. Yeah.
0: Harp. Let's, let's wrap it up with
1: a harp. Let's wrap it up with a harp. The harp is playing. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish.
1: Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes.
0: Thanks for listening. Bye.